you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We are live here in New York City. It is Friday, December 16th. I'm Sarah Walsh, alongside Kyle Brandt and two Super Bowl champions, Jason McCourty and Sean O'Hara. It's Friday, everyone. Let's go. Everyone's in a good mood. And it is time for the lead block. The lead Lead block block of the program. So San Francisco clinches the NFC West in a playoff berth with their seventh straight win last night. They hang on to the three seed in the NFC while the Seahawks are in that lurking a column still there were a lot of questions when the Niners had to turn to Brock Purdy but now he has got back-to-back wins such an impressive 49ers win in so many different ways so what's the biggest takeaway you took out of this one yesterday me and Kyle were talking we talk about sometimes catchphrases that players use and the ones that kind of get overly used it's like what the, what does it mean and one of those phrases was complimentary football. What does that mean? The 49ers, they're trying to win a Super Bowl, and in order to do that for them, Brock Purdy, their third-string quarterback, you have to compliment one another. So you look at that game last night, second quarter, the score is 7-3. Brock Purdy goes yep. to throw the ball over the middle. Quandre Diggs, ball hits him right in the chest. He's Beat not able to come away with it. They showed on the game, Richard Sherman's on the sideline. He's going absolutely berserk because you can't miss these opportunities. They mean so much. And when he doesn't catch that ball, Seattle gets the ball back. Homer, ball knocked loose. Dre Greenlaw knocks it loose. That's a forced fumble, a recovery, or interception in five straight games for Greenlaw. Ward picks it up. San Francisco gets the ball. What do they do with it? They go down there to hand it off to Christian McCaffrey. He scores a touchdown right before halftime. And we call that double dipping. You score right before half, and then you're the 49ers coming out. You get the ball first, and then we see the 54-yard touchdown by George Kittle. That is complimentary football. And for the 49ers with Brock Purdy, Kyle Shanahan at the helm, this is their formula for winning. They have a great defense. Now they have to go together, put it all in, and you throw some special teams in there, and you have a great formula for winning football games. Complimentary. Complimentary Complimentary football. football. Another way to say it is they've got a defense that is just kicking butt left and right, and and speed is is a huge factor with this defense. And I love what D'Amico Ryans has done with this defense. But Kyle Shanahan and, 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 and Purdy are getting all the attention, all the love, rightfully so. But this defense, uh, it was hard to tell. Who was the home team in this game? I'm trying to remember because last time I remember people playing going into Seattle, it was their defense that was taking advantage of the snap count. It was their defense that was harassing the quarterback all night. Not the case. The 49ers went into Seattle and dominated up front. Mm-hmm. Nick Bosa looked like Ivan Drago out there. Mm-hmm. Everything he hits, he destroys. Mm-hmm. And they could not block him. Charles Cross couldn't block him. Um, Abraham Lucas couldn't block him. This defense 
built on speed, the swarm mentality, it's unbelievable what they're doing right now. And I think when you go back and look at, at three and four earlier this season, I don't think anybody would have picked the 49ers to be the first team in the NFC to get the T-shirts and hats. Mm-hmm. Like, they are the first team in the NFC. Look, play, Eagles are in the playoffs, but they haven't won their division. They are the first team in the NFC to win their division. They were three and four just a few short weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And to your point about the, your, with your Dre reference, mm-hmm. dude, all Kyle Shannon has been doing is he's been in the lab with a pen and a pad trying to get this mm-hmm. label off. Mm-hmm. And, they, and he's getting it. And he's it's doing working. it. My biggest takeaway is I, I think the Niners can win the whole damn thing. Mm. They still do. The whole thing. No team has ever, ever won the Super Bowl with a third-string quarterback. Now, we've seen Brady, obviously. We've seen Nick Foles. But no quarterback that started the season at QB3 on the depth chart, they, no team has ever taken that guy and won a Super Bowl. It's almost like I I feel like they could do it with the fourth-string quarterback. I'm at this point where I'm so believing in Shanahan and the defense and what I'm seeing that if Brock Purdy, heaven forbid, gets injured and it's like, well, Josh Johnson, now it's your turn, I feel like I'll still believe in them. Because when Garoppolo got hurt, we sat here at the table, we're like, oh, man, this sucks. This is this is terrible. Brock Purdy, who the hell's that? I kept calling him Bryce Petty all day. I kept messing it up. And then here they are going against a team that matters in their home and national television on a short week, and they just crushed them. There's no Debo Samuel even last night. He's the most talented player. He'll be coming back. And who in the NFC, other than Philadelphia, can beat the team that we saw last night plus Debo? I don't see anybody. And maybe they play Philadelphia and they get a few bounces and they beat them. I just, I, I'm fully in. I'm so impressed because I keep waiting for that. Brock Purdy, oh man, here he goes. He, tough, tough night for him. He finally, the league catches up with him. He tried to throw that one to Diggs, and I get it. But even that, it would have been an interception. It happens. I thought they were screwed. I really did. When, when Garoppolo got hurt, I said, great day for the Vikings, for the Cowboys, for all the NFC teams who don't have to face the real 49ers. I think the real 49ers are the ones that have Kyle Shanahan as their head coach in that defense. I, I, Purdy has impressed me so much, but we're seeing some of these throws where, like, the guys are so open, and the scheme is so good. So... I've come around, Jay. I mean, I think they can win the whole thing. They haven't won with their starting quarterback when they had Jimmy G back in 2019. Now, you think they can win with their third-string quarterback in Brock Purdy? I think this defense is better. Okay. I do. And I think there was no McCaffrey on that team. It's a great question. And look, maybe they get housed in the title game or divisional round. I'm not saying they will. I'm just like, I didn't think they There's could. feeling about I didn't it. think they could when Grappler got mm-hmm. hurt. They definitely can now. They can. It's, it's awesome. I think what's so interesting about that is because there was the talk about can they win a Super Bowl with Jimmy G when they were trying yeah. to figure out what to do with yeah. Jimmy G. And then, this goes back to crediting Shanahan, that could have been a really awkward situation. They, they made the decision last year that Jimmy wasn't going to be the guy. He plays. He gets him to where he gets him, knowing that he's going to be replaced. Then he kind of hangs around this offseason what's going to happen. Then they bring him back. That seems brilliant when Trey Lance goes out. But you thought that this team, maybe Jimmy G couldn't take him there. Now they can't get there without Jimmy G. And now we're like, insert, honestly, like, insert anyone. And and I know, Sean, you said, well, Brock and Kyle get a lot of love. I don't know if Kyle Shannon's even getting as much love as he deserves. And I don't know who behind the scenes, because there's always somebody, right, that's getting Purdy ready and up to speed that's not just Kyle, whether it's the quarterback's coach. I mean, th- there's people behind the yeah. scenes that do so much work that probably don't get the credit. And I don't know who that person is in San Francisco. But to do what he's done, and I, and I said it in the last hour on a short work week and to have this system where now it does feel like they can plug anybody in and it doesn't matter and this is the first time two seconds ago when you brought up Debo that we even brought him up in the yeah. last hour uh, we didn't even talk about it in the first hour that they're missing potentially their best player on the field and so I don't know if Kyle Shanahan is getting enough love and enough credit for what he has done with this team not just on the field
field, not just with the schemes, but the way that they've maneuvered what could have been mm -hmm. uncomfortable pieces and situations yep. off the field. And it truly has been all seamless in San Francisco. And to piggyback that, we, we talked about it in the offseason, the, the effect of losing Mike McDaniel. What will that have on the offense? They haven't missed a beat. Mm -hmm. I mean, and with all due respect to Mike McDaniel, he was the no, one game coordinator. And he was mm -hmm. a big part of that. I mean, they're, they're, they are actually performing at a higher level now with the third-string quarterback. Jay, you were playing the game 20 minutes ago. You are playing defense. <laughs> You're watching this rookie, seventh-round rookie, just come in and kind of just do whatever he wants. Like, oh, this is the NFL. This is yeah. no big deal. Is it going to catch up with them? And if so, how? What is somebody going to do to finally be like, chill out, rookie? I always talk about, you're in the NFL, everybody's talented. And a lot of what makes the difference is confidence. When you're a guy who hasn't taken those first string snaps, you haven't been out there, you don't have the experience, you get up there and you're nervous as hell. Like, can I do it? Am I good enough? Everything that everybody is talking about in the 49ers organization is how confident Brock Purdy is from the moment he stepped foot mm. in that building. And we're getting a chance to see it. He's showcasing it on Sunday. There are no doubts. There are no second thoughts. He steps out on the field and he's just like, I can do this. Like, I was meant for this moment. What somebody does, I think you go out there and if you have a really good defense, you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, the way they get after the quarterback, the way they attack the ball in the air. If you have somebody that can do that, then yeah, sure. But what Kyle Shanahan has done, he's leaned on his defense. We're going to run the ball. We're not going to ask Purdy mm -hmm. to throw the ball 30 times. You see a stat line, it's 190 yards, 200, 200 yards, two touchdowns, six incompletions. He's not asked to do too much, but the confidence that this kid is playing with is unbelievable and it's fun to watch. Quick ad, you'll find out a lot about a quarterback when he's down 14 nothing. All right. mm. that, that's when the offense, everything changes. Yeah, now. When yeah, I have yeah. first and second right. play action, yeah. they've been unscripted the last two weeks. I mean, they, they, they have not, I don't think they've but been But if they go down 14 nothing, it's on the defense. Like yeah. We, yeah. we don't go down 14 nothing. That's not our formula. <laughs> right, and they're not right. either. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, and apparently the background on this guy is that that's not something that would phase him in the sense that that confidence level, and they said he's been like that since he walked in the building for OTAs. I mean, mm -hmm. Kittle talked about his confidence is through mm -hmm. the roof. So uh, whatever it is, it is working out there in San Francisco. Tom Pellicero going to join the show now, though. The Browns are hosting the Ravens this Saturday right here on NFL Network. What is the latest with Baltimore's quarterbacks, Tom? Well, Sarah, Lamar Jackson is officially out for this game tomorrow against the Browns, the second consecutive game that Lamar has missed because of a PCL injury that Coach John Harbaugh has said makes Jackson week to week. Now, he has not practiced since that injury, so we will see what holds next week as they get prepared to face the Falcons. For now, in better news, Tyler Huntley, the backup quarterback, is out of concussion protocol, according to Harbaugh. And while Harbaugh would not formally name Huntley the starter, all signs are positive. Huntley actually told reporters yesterday he does not think he ever suffered a concussion. He had no symptoms, understands that the ATC spotter was doing their job by pulling him out of the game. It was undrafted rookie Anthony Brown who took over, finished off that win over the Steelers. Brown expected to back up Huntley against Cleveland. Sarah? All right, that is the latest from Baltimore side of things. Tom Pelissero, thank you. Coming up, can the Lions keep their playoff hopes alive or will the Jets fly right over them? Stick around. We got Mad Minute coming Here we up. Here go. Lions, Jets, you want it, you need it, we got it. <laughs> you go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Welcome back to GMFB. It is time now for Mad Minute. Week 15 kicked off last night, and we've got a great slate of games coming all weekend, so we want to break down some more of the best matchups. we got 60 seconds on the clock to break down what we're excited for right. in each game. We're going to start in Jacksonville, where the playoff hopeful Jaguars, you heard that right, are hosting the Cowboys. What are you most excited for in this matchup? Jason, go. Yeah, in the last hour, we talked about Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville, how they're red hot. I want to see the Cowboys. I want to see Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. They've been leaning on that run game, and those guys have been getting it done. Pollard just scoring touchdowns. Ezekiel Elliott powering it in. I want to see the ball being handed off to those guys. Let's see if this Jacksonville Jaguars mm. defense can hold up against the run versus them. Uh, I'm going with the Cowboys defense here. Micah Parsons, obviously, it's not just him. It's everybody around him. But this could be an interesting game for for Trayvon Diggs. Uh, When you look at at what Trevor Lawrence is doing lately and how good his receivers have been playing, this could be an interesting matchup. Look, he's very aggressive. They love the double move. I guarantee you in the first ten plays, they're going to have something to try to attack Diggs and his aggressive ability. The Jaguars have not not had a home game in a few weeks. So you know what that means. <laughs> Bring it up. This is the first time we're going to see Jackson DeVille. This is the homecoming. What's he going with, guys? I'm, I'm thinking maybe like a sexy Santa thing Six or like stars. a red G-string. Single star? Uh, maybe. I'm just saying we have not seen that man, nay, that legend since this day. Guys, all eyes on Jackson DeVille. Cannot wait. Walsh, get in here on this. Peter's somewhere with a big fan. smile. Can, yeah. How am I going to follow that? Ah, I, can't, ah. I can't follow that. Uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to Tyler Shatley, who joined us, Jags offensive lineman, yeah. uh, earlier on the program, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award uh, nominee. So thank you for joining us. And uh, as for your offense, uh, I'm excited. Look, everyone always goes Cowboys, and, and Sean brought up Michael sure. Parsons, and yeah, like they're so exciting to watch. But so I want to see how Trevor Lawrence is going to fare against them because he's been really good lately. Mm-hmm. Ten touchdowns, no picks since week nine. Can they keep it rolling in Jacksonville? I like the excitement down yeah. in the Sunshine State. Like, so let's go Jags. Go Jags. Okay, wait, so let's see who's up next. Uh, the Lions, uh, they're going to try to get their third win in a row when they come to the Big Apple to take on the Jets. What are you most excited for in this matchup, Sean? Two of the toughest head coaches in the NFL right here, right? Robert Sala. Ooh, <laughs> Sean, who you got? I mean, I, I, this hug and out, like this could, they should make this like a, 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 a wrestling match, like Cage a match, match between great the angle. two of them. Those two guys going with Dark Alley, who's coming out? That'd be tough. Dan Campbell, I mean, he might be going Christian Wilkins on him uh, down on the pile because mm, he's not scared, but Sala has got endurance, man. That dude is like a Peloton King. Yeah. Uh, All right, Sean, your time's up. Listen, sorry. sorry. Uh, That's it. Right. I, I, for the record, I think I go Salah. I think Salah put Sala us on hold. Yeah. Campbell, Salah's got like 5% I feel body. like Salah's got a little Hoist Gracie in him. Maybe. I think he does too. Yeah, a little ground game. Um, you know what I love? This is the best game of Sunday. It is the Lions-Jets. It's almost Christmas. Both these teams need it bad. I think the Lions lose. They're pretty much done. But it's super desperation time, Jay. And who you got, Salah or uh, Campbell? Oh, I'm going Salah 100%. Salah. He's keeping receipts. He doesn't do as much talking. So I want the, I want the quiet, quiet assassin. Guy. That's what when I'm you worry about. about. Yes, and on Sunday, <laughs> can this Jets defense hold up with Jarrett Goff? This guy, eight touchdowns over his last five games. Yeah. Has been rolling. But this Jets defense is really good. Obviously, Sauce Garden on the outside. Quentin Williams is dealing with an injury. Will he be out there? That's the matchup I'm looking forward anyway, to seeing. Lions going for their sixth win in seven games. Yeah, I mean, rolling. I feel like that's a little bit of a quieter awesome. undercurrent going on right now in the NFL. All right, the Titans are looking to break their three-game losing streak. They are heading to L.A. to face off against the Chargers. What intrigues you in this one, Kyle? 
This is the do you care game. Do you care about the Titans right now? Like they've lost three in a row. They're trying to stay afloat. Do you care about the LA Chargers? They had a big win last week, but they're always in that sweet spot of like, look at the record, seven and six, seven and six, perfect. These two teams that this year haven't been able to say, I'm a grown-up. Someone is going to lose this game. They're going to go to 500, and someone's going to join us in the playoff picture. Who's it going to be? That's what I'm interested in. Do you care, Bull? I kind of like the sounds of that. With the Tennessee Titans, they're always winning. We're never talking about them, and now they're on a three-game loser streak. And we're talking about them, it feels like, every single day this week. And we keep asking for the Chargers to win a big game, win one on primetime. They just did that. Can they keep that going as they try to sneak into the playoffs? And for the Titans, Jacksonville's on their heels now inching closer and closer can they turn this thing around and get a win yeah the do your care do you care bowl game and the Tennessee Titans to me they have the player that I call the animal and, and there was a toy back in the day when we were younger called the animal can anybody stop the animal I could climb over anything run through anything with the claws. that's Derrick Henry yeah. and, and Derrick Henry against this Chargers defense that's what yeah. I'm watching I I don't think they could stop him I, I mean nobody's been better at this time of year than Derrick Henry I'm looking forward yeah. to a collision between Derwin James and Derrick Henry. Okay. It's coming. I don't it's going to happen. So, you guys are a little older. We'll pull it up in a commercial. It's awesome. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that was on my wish list. Yeah. I'm not familiar <laughs> with epic. it. It's epic. We've got Burrow taking on Brady when the Bengals trek down to Tampa to battle it out against the Bucks. What's got you excited in this matchup, Jason? Joe Cool. I, all week they've asked him, Brady and you, you always get that comparison. Joe Burrow was like, he's Tom. I'm Joe. That, it was just that simple. He doesn't look like he's emulating his game after. He said the only comparison is that Joe said it himself. I'm really good at everything I do. There is no glaring weakness in my game. I just love that confidence, the way he talks, the way he carries himself. I want to see him and Brady on the field together. I'm tired of talking about the Bucks, so I'm keeping it all Joe Burrow. All right, I'll talk about the Bucs. Um, this is one of the biggest regular season games for Brady in years. This is a big one. If you lose this and you're 6 and 8, is this how it ends? Mm. Is this end with you losing the South to Sam Darnold Panthers somehow like they need a win in the worst possible way they are six and seven and it's Christmas time Tom Brady get a win you need it yeah things look really rough for Brady and the Bucs uh, everything they do looks difficult looks like a struggle I hate to say it I, I don't see the Bucs winning this game I think the Bengals I think they take this away easily and what we're going to be talking about after this game is how many hugs Tom Brady had to dish out after the game and how many guys players oh, jerseys he had to sign yeah. it's going to be him and Joe Burrow and all these other players like hey man I, I remember watching you when I was in kindergarten and yeah. like telling him about yeah. how old he is and how great he is, that's that's going to be the sad thing. I want to go back to your do you care reference sure. because with the Bucs, I mean, they can lose this game, though, and still be in control. I know, yeah. And I know. that is what Playing has been fire. the most insane thing down there in Tampa because even the games that they've won, a lot of them have felt like they weren't wins, and yet they still continue to be in first place. And, and they got dismantled a week ago by San Francisco. Yeah. Yep. And yet during the game, you're like, well, still in first place. And it, it, is, it is truly insane that you can continue to do that. And it honestly would take a lot still for them to, let's just say, to your point, if they lose this game on Sunday, they could go to Phoenix the next week. They could lose to the Cardinals. And they could still be in control yeah. of their destiny. And they still have two games to go then against yeah. the Falcons and the Panthers. And so I think that it's a little bit hard. I don't want to say that you don't care, but like they, they are playing. Playing with like still a lot of house money on the fact that like you can lose this game, it can look as bad as San Francisco, and you can still be in first place. And that is crazy to me <laughs> about that division. If you guys are up on all the new trends, as you know, all of us at the breakfast table, we're up on it all. We know what's going on. You might have heard a thing or two about the new Be Real app. The app prompts you to take a front and a back picture at yeah. any 
random moment during the course of the day. Doesn't matter where you are, we've decided to do the same thing or something similar right here with an NFL twist. Each one of us will pick a team and give a realistic prediction for the outcome of their game in week 15. Okay. Kyle, of course, something like this. We have to start off with you. Okay. Who are you going with? So I'm not familiar, but I'm trying to be. So it's the idea is everybody is not on a beach in Bali yes. all the time. Yeah. Sometimes you're full laundry, okay? So you're just sitting there. It's not just my view for the week and it's some beach. It's actual real stuff. So we have a real situation. I, I'm going to go with this. One of the dreams I think is going to end this weekend with Packers-Rams. And by one of the dreams, I mean, could Baker Mayfield really ride this thing and finish out the season winning? And oh my God, next year he's going to be a Ram? Or is it the Packers thing? Is the Packers running the table and coming back to make the playoffs going to see? So here we have, I think Rodgers looks sort of happy there. And Baker says, ah, well, that was fun for that one week on Thursday night. Something's going to come crashing down. If Baker throws three picks this weekend, that's pretty disappointing. If Rodgers loses to the Baker Mayfield Rams, the Packers season is effectively over, too. That's disappointing. I think I'm getting it. I got to update my friendster while you guys talk, but I think <laughs> be real. I know be real from Cypress Hill, but uh, you know, that's my guy. But Sarah, why don't you educate? She seemed to know a little bit better. So here's what I'm going to do, and I know I'm going to disappoint uh, Michael Tordo, who is our Jets fan. Fan of the candidate. year. Yeah, yeah, fan of the year. Big Jets fan. But be real here. Here's the situation I think that's going to unfold this weekend. Jets-Lions, Kyle has called it the uh, biggest game of, of the biggest weekend. Biggest game of Sunday, yeah. Potentially. This guy, uh, not starting yet again, um, but I think you look at the other side. Look at, oh, look at Dan Campbell. What are you doing? Be real. His team is going to go off, I think. I, when I say go off, I just want to give some love to the Lions here. Started 1-6. and six. They're going for their sixth win in their last seven games. Come on now. And I think they're going to get it. I mm. think Jared Goff has been going off. I think that this is one of these underrated teams that's getting hot at the right time. And the, the other thing is that when I looked at the, the losses by these Lions this year, they've had two that were really bad. But then you go back, Close. they lost to the Bills by three. They lost to Miami by yeah. four. Yep. They lost to Seattle by three. They lost to Minnesota by four. They lost to Philly by three. I mean, yep. all these losses, aside from two, there were two that were bad. But all these losses are like a field goal away from it being Hold a out. different outcome. So, yeah, um sure. Be real, I think uh, Dan Campbell's going to leave happy. Sean, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around this whole new platform. We all yeah. are. Can only imagine where you're going to take it. social media app on, on the phone. Who's your match Saturday, yes. then and you're the Buffalo Bills, and if you're Josh Allen, here we are. Pretty nice little Saturday. Well, I got the Be Real app. Okay, I just won a game. I just beat the Dolphin, the, the Miami Dolphins at home. Oh, look at that guy. I think Josh wow. Allen's Be Real photo will be... I was thinking it might be a snow angel out on the field right there, but there's Josh. I think he should be happier right there because he wins this football game. Okay. He's celebrating getting the playoffs. They can't clinch the division with this, so yeah. it's not a T-shirt and hat game, but it is a cap yeah. and a jacket, a winter coat hat, but that Dolphins fan right there doesn't look very happy. Yeah, I feel so. like Josh Allen's kind of looking at him like, be real, man. Like, you aren't going to come in here and that get up and, and get snowed No, I think Josh Allen is going to keep it he's real. He's there. He's there. Because he knows yeah. the Dolphins can't hang with For me, I'm going to go with a matchup that's going to make Sean very upset. I'm going to talk a little bit Giants and the Commanders. Good game. Let's I am go. rolling be real gentle. with the Commanders. <laughs> that front four, they have pain, sweat. Ooh. Ooh. And you see right there, Ooh. Heineke, whenever he wins, he puts on a fresh pair of Jays. And we had our guy Deron Payne on the show this week, and he already said Taylor Heineke has told him he's going to get him a pair of Jays. So Deron Payne's looking, he's like, ooh, I love them green and yellow things. I can't wait to see what blue and red Jays Taylor Heineke is going to buy me this week as we inch one step closer to these playoffs. So pain, sweat, chase, going to be a tough day for Daniel Jones. Coming up, Bears. Oh, this Here's the part that? that is definitely yeah. uh, Bears quarterback and Walter Payton, yeah. year nominee. 
Jalen Johnson's gonna join the breakfast table next. They want our DBs. More DBs. I love it. That's right. Bears Eagles this weekend. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Big day of football tomorrow on NFL Network, and it is time for Who Will Deliver, brought to you by the United States Postal Service, and God bless them, this time of year, we have some great matchups this weekend. Let's make some predictions for players, coaches, anybody you think will have the biggest performances. I look at the three of my friends here at the table, I want to know who you guys think will deliver in week 15, and I go to you, Jason. Yes, I'm going with Josh McDaniels, I know it has not been pretty for the Raiders this season, they're taking on the New England Patriots, and everybody knows Josh McDaniels spent a lot of time in New England, and when Bill's assistants leave, they find a way to beat them. In 2009, McDaniels was with the Broncos. They beat the Patriots 20-17 to in overtime. We watched Matt Patricia do it with the Lions. We watched Brian Flores do it with the Miami Dolphins. I think Josh McDaniels delivers this weekend, and he possibly walks away with a victory. All right, we're delivering packages here. You've sure. got a choice. Do you go by air or do you go by ground? Mm -hmm. So I think Derrick Henry is going to be delivering a package, people. I'm going straight east for sure right here. He's playing the Chargers defense, right? One of the worst rush defenses in the league right now. And he's done this before. He's got history against the bottom five rush defenses in, in the league. Mm -hmm. He's averaging 180 yards per game mm -hmm. on the ground. So I think Derrick Henry, he delivers. It's a nice package with a nice little bow on it and maybe even a little stiff arm too. Maybe so. Maybe so. Sarah? Speaking of, speaking of places that you go and get packages, I want to go to a guy who has already delivered, and that's Kyle Shanahan this week. And for what he has been there. because he said there's not just a store where you can just go get quarterbacks at any time. Mm. But apparently for Shanahan, you just go to the locker room and say, who's up next? You walk this guy in, and it's as simple as that. Clearly, it's that easy, right? Because that's how easy they're making it look there. It's like you can order on Amazon. Exactly. I mean, no problem. Second string, third string. It feels like at this rate we could go four string, and the results are going to be the same. That is how good that this San Francisco deal defense is played. It is how good the scheme is on offense and whatever they have put in place is working because nothing has knocked them off track and it feels like at every turn we've been like, oh, well this is now derailed their Super Bowl chances. And I, now are we saying that? I don't I mean I don't think so. Um so I would say that when you look at week 15, who's delivered? Head coach Kyle Shanahan, credit to him and what they've done. No, no doubt. Against that. And it's a call to action to all these other these Cowboys teams in the, in the NFC playoffs, these Eagles teams like, are you going to lose to Brock Purdy in a you know playoff game? Like go take that guy out. Or don't. The NFC is loaded, but I still see them as the second best team right now behind Philadelphia. Uh, it's hard to disagree with that. Uh, we want to welcome somebody else into the breakfast table oh, yeah. this morning. The most prestigious award in the NFL is named after one of the greatest men in NFL history, both on and off the field. Bears running back Walter Payton. There is no better person to introduce the Bears nominee for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award than Walter Payton's widow Connie and their son Jarrett. It's an honor for us that the league, actually back in 99 when Walter Pats chose to attach his name to what's become one of the biggest awards in the NFL. So this year's nominee for the Bears, he's an unbelievable player on the football field, but I truly believe that his true legacy is what he's doing off the field. So it's an honor for us to be able to congratulate 
Jalen Johnson on being this year's Bears nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. So please welcome to the breakfast table Bears cornerback Jalen Johnson. Appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank uh, you. Jalen, tell us what it was like for you to not only be named the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year nominee, but to find out that news from Payton's family himself. I mean, honestly, I was in the back. It took me a little while to get to the front. Um, I didn't really, I wasn't really expecting it too much. But I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, I was just glad I can get that nomination from my peers, from everybody in the organization, trusting me with that responsibility. And I mean, I've been learning more and more about the award. I mean, I didn't even know really the prestige of the awards. I mean, just really knowing and letting it grow on me, I feel like it's really a true honor for me, my community, my teammates, and this organization as well. Yes, it is a true honor, and it speaks to the work that you've continued to do off the field. And one of the biggest reasons that you were chosen by your team is your passion for helping others. Please, Jalen, tell us about your foundation, why you formed it, and who it helps. Um, it just started back in 2021 last year. Last fall, I lost my best friend to gun violence. And after that, it was just one of those things where I wanted to find a way to, to impact him, to continue to let his name um, live on and really just let him leave a legacy on the earth. I thought he was taken too, too early. He had a lot of things he wanted to do, and one of them was giving back and helping build our community back in Fresno, California. So... Everything I wanted to do was just about helping the community that we grew up in. So I called his mom and was just like, hey, mom, I just want to do something positive in his name, something bigger than just a shirt, a name on a T-shirt. Um, so, I mean, I just wanted to start this foundation with his mom. We have some other people from our community that are on the paperwork as well. So we just really came together and we just make continuous donations. We hold Winter Wonderlands. We just had our second one this past weekend during the bye week. So, I mean, we just continue to try to just build up the community from the sports, for families, whatever we can do to try to help out in our community back home. Jalen, it's remarkable what you're doing for the community. And I know the entire city of Chicago appreciates all of your efforts. You know, that's that's a battle that that city has been, been dealing with for some time now. But you've been in that city now since 2020. All right? You were there a year before they drafted right. Justin Fields. You've had a chance to see him come in as a young rookie. And now he's trying to kind of establish himself as that veteran leader. I'm curious, you know, what's that been like? What, what do you see differently from him this year? And how many times have you picked him off in practice? <laughs> I mean, I, I couldn't count, really, and I, I don't really count. But, I mean, for me, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting for me to be able to see his growth, to be able to see how he has came when he first stepped into the building to the plays and just the swagger that he's playing with now. He looks a lot more comfortable out there on the field. He's going through his reads. Um, just everything about him is, is different from year one to year two. And, I mean, I feel like... As a rookie quarterback coming in, that's the hardest transition to make. So I feel like he's making that transition really well. And I feel like the offense is being tailored to his strengths, and you're able to see it every Sunday. And I know Bears fans are so excited about him and you guys and all that you're doing there. Jalen, we're talking a lot about Walter Payton today. He is one of just many Chicago Bears over the years who are beloved. And I would put another man on that list, Peanut Tillman. It's just universally respected amongst right. the franchise and the fan base. You wear Peanuts 33. How did that come to be? Why do you wear 33? Right. What is the origin story of you wearing that number? I wish I had some elaborate story for you, honestly. It was just a number that... They gifted me. I just found out through the internet. I mean, I knew he wore it, but I didn't know exactly how significant 
it was to the organization. So, I mean, I found out shortly on Twitter when everybody was blowing my Twitter up, saying I didn't deserve the number, the number should have been retired, but that was never anything that I, I asked for or sought out or anything like that. I just was gifted the number um, and then just told that I had a great responsibility on my shoulders, so I try to wear it well. Uh, you do wear it well. Next up, uh, you have a challenge in the Philadelphia Eagles. Take us inside right. your defensive meetings. What are the biggest challenges that this Eagles offense will present to you? I mean, it's hard not to state the obvious, just the well-oiled machine that Jalen Hurts has this offense working at, just and A.J. Brown, um, Devonta Smith, just everything that they're doing in the air, making explosive plays. I mean, it's remarkable to see their O-line plays at a high level. Um, they don't turn the ball over, and that's something that we try to do every week um, is turn the ball over. So, I mean, just trying to find weaknesses that they have. But I feel like at the end of the day, it just starts with winning your one-on-one matchup. They don't do anything too crazy they don't do like they don't do anything too different um so i mean just being able to run you win your one-on-one -on -one matchups i feel like is what we're focused on right now Jalen, you've seen him all this year all kinds of quarterbacks when you watch him this week right. jalen hurts does he seem special or maybe it's just the team that is around him and all these great players are what makes the eagles go <laughs> i'm assuming michael parsons got you guys started with this what <laughs> what <laughs> too smart for the show too smart Go on, answer. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm not gonna give him no more ammo, but I definitely think that he plays very efficient <laughs> ball. I don't, I don't think that it's something that he just goes out there and he's just trying to be a superhero. I feel like he takes what the defense gives him. He knows what their offense is asking of him, and I feel like he makes plays on the ground um, as well as the air. I feel like he's very dynamic. He throws a great deep ball. Um, so I definitely think he has the skill to play at a high level and also the offense is tailored to him. So I feel like they do things that work in his strength. Sweetness. All said. All said. The best. This is the, a smart guy. The, smart guy. Uh, it might, might, have been right the, now. may have been the answer of the show there. Uh, right. The 2022, Jalen, thank you so much. The 2022 Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Thanks, Nationwide Jaylen. is going to be announced on Thursday thank before you. the Super Bowl 57 during NFL Honors. Jalen is up for that. We wish you the best of luck yes. this weekend. Bear down. Against a, a very challenging thank opponent. You. Good luck to you, Jalen. Appreciate it. You guys have a good one. Oh, what a weekend. It's time for another edition of America's least favorite game pick segment. <laughs> least. The bottom. We call it Pickle Picks. One at a time. Uh, Dill, who we call him, uh, is going to hand us a card with a Week 15 matchup on it. We'll reveal who we think is going to win that game and explain why. Phil Pickle, get in here. Come get on. We're still doing this in Week 15 somehow. I'll start there it he off. Is. I'll he start off. What you, ahead, got for me? what you got for me? Oh, the Minnesota Vikings and the Indianapolis Colts. I am rolling with... The Vikings right yeah, here. Right they just lost to the Lions. They have a lot to prove, a lot of playoff implications, all of that good stuff. Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins, I'm rolling with the Vikings. Easy. Skull. All right, Shaw and you're up next. All one. right, here we go. Oh, we got the Baltimore Ravens, the Cleveland Browns. These two used to be the same team, right? I mean, Cleveland moving to the middle of the night, Art Modell. Okay, all right, listen. Mayflower. Who you got? Got to pick one. I don't know. The quarterback's banged up a little bit. Deshaun Watson, first game at home. I'm going to say the Baltimore Ravens defense gets worse. All right, Baltimore. There we go. I like how it says Ravens Michael hands card Okay, here's my pick. Uh, I get Dolphins and Bills, what and we were just saying the commercial break, how much snow in this one, and Kyle said hopefully a 1,000 inches. Yeah, so 
there's just no way I can't if I will personally call and apologize to Mike McDaniel if the Dolphins mm. pull this off but I just can't see it happening this is going to be a disaster weather wise I think and that plays to the favor of uh, not the fish so I'm going to well, go Bills win Bills win thank you Michael all right pickle picks who eats more wings on Saturday that's a picture of Jason McCourty and Peter Schrager and the champion already has his hand in the air yeah, I Peter's going to need a beach towel for a napkin <laughs> blah 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 love you Peter miss you meet you there Peter Take care of this man. Guys, NFL Network all day tomorrow. You're watching us now. Just throw the remote away. Tommy like wingy. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Michael. And a very Merry Christmas. Have a blast, Peter. Later. Bye-bye. Go get him, Peter. And Jamie in Minnesota. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 